This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And let's get it going. Look. I'm just trying to be alright with it, yeah. I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it, yeah. I just want to be alright with it, yeah. Look, I get annoyed with the Kyle Lowry stuff, and then uh, I like that it's Marcus Smart fighting with, who is that, Norman Powell at the end of the game? That's, you know, that's a lot. That I don't like... I do not like the feel of this loss afterwards, but the, the most frustrating thing, guys, uh, is it the refs for you or is it something else, Ty? Yeah, it has to be the refs because you're taking out Kemba Walker's ability to drive the basketball. He did not go to the free throw line, if I'm mistaken, once tonight. If he went at all. No, he did not go to the line tonight. Neither did Daniel Tice. Are you guys really telling me these guys played 99 combined minutes in double overtime and never had a situation where they got fouled on a shot? Are you kidding me? That's 99 minutes between a dominant ball handler and a guy who's always in the post going up for layups. Mm-hmm. Call a foul. It's unacceptable. I'm never one to say this this loss is all on the refs, and I don't believe that's the case tonight, but I do believe it's a large, large portion of this game. The Celtics had the ball with the game tied in overtime. Kemba Walker driving to the hoop. He got molested. It's unbelievable how hard he got fouled. He's never that animated after going to the lo- – the right. up and not getting a call. He wanted it so bad. It's unbelievable. Like the when the Raptors were in the same situation, they'd go to the line or to the cup and they'd go they get knocked down to the court. They would not call a foul unless they knew the shot was a miss. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's I saw that three or four times and I was Kyle Lowry and Van Vliet. It was just unacceptable officiating tonight and it's swung the series. There was one in overtime because we were sitting on StreamYard getting ready to roll with the show and obviously we get overtime, double overtime. And there was one play where we saw I think Kemba in double overtime gets fouled. Then on the other end of the floor, Marcus Smart's defending. I want to say Norman Powell and then no foul on Kemba clearly gets hammered. Then Marcus Smart on the other end of the floor maybe fouled him, but it was it was not as clearly as obvious, and the foul gets called. But the the one that got me the most, Matt, and I'm I'm very curious to hear what you have to say about the rest. I know it's your, your favorite sport is refereeing. Um, I the the one that bugged me the most was when Tatum. I think it was Van Vliet. He goes up for a shot as he's driving to the lane, and they call an offensive foul on him when his shoulder went into Van Vliet, but he went straight up. Van Vliet was leaning into his space. Then on the other end of the floor, the ensuing play, Grant Williams was playing defense on Pascal. And yeah, Grant Williams was moving, but there was a clear push off by Siakam, but they call a foul on Grant Williams. So tell me, what do you think about brothers and his crew tonight? It's embarrassing. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't understand like how people could watch that game and be like, Oh, it was a great thrilling double overtime game. It was clear and obvious. The only reason it got to overtime was because of the officials. Now, the Celtics didn't win in overtime. I don't think that was on the refs. I, I thought in double overtime they should have closed that out, mm-hmm. and they didn't. But 
I just I can't accept the fact that you can tell me all oh, refs miss calls and all that because it, I think it it goes deeper than that. I, clearly, they wanted this to go seven. I mean, the foul was so egregious. You could I could see it from the TV. If I can see it from the TV, the guy and I didn't need slow motion to know it was a foul. The ref that's standing two feet away should call that a foul. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's embarrassing. And what's more embarrassing is there was a loose ball, and it should have been a jump ball, but then they grant the timeout to Toronto in regulation that could have won them the game. I mean, like, yeah. how, more, how obvious could it get? Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I just can't get behind that. I just – I wish it was just, um, you know, the players determining – who wins? And honestly, they did in over double overtime. The Toronto, the, the Celtics could have. The Celtics could have absolutely determined this game. Period. As much as bad as the refs were, the Celtics were giving the Raptors and the refs time and time again opportunities over and over to to allow them to allow the Raptors to sneak back into the game to the point where where obviously they ended up winning the whole thing. But I mean, look, Jalen Brown had some moments tonight. Kemba, I mean, Marcus Smart. I know he, he made some threes, but Ty, I know you were extremely frustrated that. The guy who's taking the final shot at the end of the game, as much as he had just hit a three-pointer, you don't. Marcus Smart is not the guy you want shooting the the, the game-winning three-pointer. We talk about that all the time. That when we say, "Oh, um, you know, if Jason Tatum can't be the one shooting the ball at the end of the night, you have Kemba Walker, you have uh, Jalen Brown, and ideally you have Gordon Hayward." Marcus Smart is never ever the guy you want shooting that ball, right? You least well, of all. And I and I don't think that was like the design. Not to cut Ty off, but I don't think that was the design play. It was actually when we were watching it, Ty was like do we have like a brain like more like talking about the players like a Tatum shouldn't take the ball out B I think Ty said it Kemba was like chilling in the corner mm-hmm. what, what the hell was he gonna do like I don't know it was just a really bad last play and I well that's not really on the coach because they didn't have a timeout well I can't I can't say Brad's blameless because it looked like they went into that final play the most important play with five seconds left with no plan like you can't tell me the plan was to take Tatum and take him out of bounds. You're never, ever taking Kobe Bryant and having him inbound the ball with the game on the line. Unless the plan is for it to give him the ball back. But it's incredible. Like, I honestly, when I when I said the winner of game four on Saturday would win the series, I honestly believed it because, like, I did not think that – the, the whistle the Raptors is getting to – like, Lowry has to – literally, he got hit in the mouth may have bit his own lip to draw blood uh, on that foul from Tice. And they stopped the call because – they stopped the game because he was bitching so much to the refs. It's like he literally gets whatever he wants. Like it's unbelievable. And it's, I think that gets into the Celtic psyche. Like it's in their head that like they're, they're screwed. They can't get a call. It was – I mean, tonight they didn't get – I mean, tonight they didn't get the biggest one of the game. I, and I – you I can you can say whatever you want. Like I've I'm I'm admitting that Toronto outplayed them in double overtime and, and earned the win then. But you no one can no one can convince me that the refs did not determine the outcome of that game because they did. Because realistically, the Kemba that's a foul he, he's shooting two free throws. So yeah. the game should have been over unless Toronto hit some ridiculous shot. But the, most likely they wouldn't have. Look, the refs, it, played, the refs were shit tonight. There's no question about it. And you can you can definitely place blame on them. But there's no way we don't – I mean, I'm sorry. I look at this game and I think the Celtics – as much as the refs played way too much a part in it, the Celtics could have dicta- had it, could have made it where there was a different ending in this. They absolutely could have. No, this is not no. reminiscent of – what was that game, the, the, the abysmal game where everybody was like one for six? Was that game four, Ty, that that happened? Yeah. Yeah, okay, no. so it wasn't it wasn't to that level, but I mean, 
Kemba Walker only scoring, what was it, uh, five points on five the night? Five points in 52 two, minutes. Yep, two for 11. I know a couple of those couple of those times he got fouled. But still, uh, to me, the, it's, on the, it's there's an all-around effort leading to this loss. From, and it's the Celtics not not uh, performing down the stretch. Their shooting was, was not there when it came to Kemba, especially. Tatum, uh, there was that one play, right, where Tatum's dribbling too much. How many times has he got to get it stripped? But, yes, the refs were part of the problem. Clearly, there was an agenda there. But I, I, that's why it's tough for me to say, yes, the Celtics are screwed. They're not going to win game seven because they're the, they're the more talented team. My thing is now, and Matt has alluded to this, since, I don't know, maybe game four, maybe game three, I don't know how much it's going to matter. Because when we see the Celtics have two games in this series where they they underperform immensely, and then the – Raptors are clearly not the better team. There's no question about it. Then you have the Heat, who right now look who are, I think are the more ta- more talented than the Raptors, and they're playing with more intensity than the Celtics have. And I have bought in on Matt's take that he's been saying for a while. And Ty, I think I, I'm pretty sure you jumped on that bandwagon too. I don't know if it matters. I don't know if it matters who comes out of the series. I think the Heat are going to win the Eastern Conference Finals. Finals. I'm only worried about this this series right now. I, I think whoever wins this series ends up winning the se- wins uh, the Eastern Conference. I I think both these teams are better than the Heat. I think the Heat are playing unbelievable basketball, like they're playing as best as they can. But I think Boston matches up well against them. But going back on this one, man, I don't know how you how Boston wins Game Seven. I honestly and have I, no clue. Ty and I honestly think if they lose this series, it's 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 utterly embarrassing. I think personally because. I we are all in agreement. Celtics are more talented, and they've already blown. I don't know how many games. I don't really say they blew this game. I think the official blew this game, but they should have played better. Tatum sucked. Kemba uh-huh. sucked. Um, but it wasn't like they blew it like game three and then game four they didn't show up. But I just I just think it's I think Toronto honestly that's why like if you had a, if you put a gun to my head and said who's winning game seven, I think Toronto just wants it more. They're scrapping more. I I don't. Yep. Like, this is – I've said this from the beginning. It's like in that documentary, and I don't think I'll ever leave my head, is that, like, MJ MJ closed out in, in game six. Like, if, mm-hmm. if they, I know he's young, but, like, yo, if you want to be a superstar in this league, you close teams out, period. Yep. Period. Right. He doesn't deserve the superstar that, label. No. The hell no, because he hasn't – in the biggest moments, like that, tonight, he you have to show up if you want to be a superstar – if you want the superstar label, I I've, I yeah. still haven't given the superstar label. I think he's going to be one in the future. But yep. you you close good teams close out. You don't have a game seven. Look at the Nuggets Jazz series. Yep. You, they look you for, gave, you gave him life. Jalen Brown started off strong, but obviously he slowed down over the course of the game. Eleven for thirty from the floor, four for thirteen from behind the arc. But at least he's getting after it the entire night. That's the motor that we need to see from Jason Tatum. I, I don't need him to become like this. Obviously we're not ch- talking about changing his style, like to what Jalen Brown's is, but Christ, you need to go and, and, and try and go for the jugular. And he's not like you said, Matt. he's just not doing that. And that, and I don't care how young he is. If he wants to be the guy, then you got to do that. That's the shit. You got to do That's the shit that Kobe did. That's the shit that MJ did. He had multiple threes tonight where he just did not want to pull the trigger. I don't know why. And it's not like he had a bad shooting night from the court, mm-hmm. but like, just no, nine for twenty-one. He's trying to he's trying to take the extra extra pass as opposed to just taking the contested three, which he has no problem making. And so he'll yeah. take a shot that they can go in the lane and have this high ass crossover dribble trying to beat three guys, and you're getting his strips. It's mm-hmm. six turnovers tonight. Yep, six. I mean that's unacceptable. The guy 
he is not taking over the fourth quarter in, in crunch time. It's like he's just content with Kemba and Jalen setting up the offense. And if it comes to him, fine. But, like, you go get the ball in crunch time, dude. You get the top of the key and get the ball screen and go off of it. Like, don't just go to the corner. Look, and Tatum did – like, he he had a, it was a, a pair of blocks tonight, and they were awesome. He did – and I think he finished with double-figure rebounds. I think it was, like, 15. He did other stuff on the floor. Because like, I know Tatum fans are gonna say, "Well, he he's nine for twenty-one. You know, he still had twenty-nine points. Blah, blah blah." It doesn't, and he hit that big shot. Tatum can hit big shots. That's not a question. It's he's got to fucking keep taking them. He's got to continue to look for them. Where if Jalen Brown's having an off night, or or not so much Kemba, but if other guys are having an off night and then they try and take shots late, I get a little frustrated. Even though Jalen is your number three, if it's Tatum, I generally speaking do not give a shit when it is. If you want to take a shot. In your, to just just take it. Just do it. There are times that are bad shots, but you need to be looking for all the time. And tonight, it's just that you're not getting that out of that guy. He should be. He Jalen Brown should not be the one with 30 shots in the night. It should be Jason Tatum if it's not Kemba Walker. Plain and simple. He he underperformed um, on the offensive end. And when we talk about superstars in the league, what's the most important thing, Matt? What it's a trick saying? question. It said, when we talk about superstars in the league, what's the most important thing? It's a, it's an obvious answer. It's an offense. So it's what we care about most. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to score, and you got to you got to be able to dominate in big moments. I think, and that's what he hasn't done. I don't think he's played well this entire series. Collectively, no. I just don't think he's been good. And that's why, ultimately, if they if they do win Game Seven, he's in for a world of trouble against Miami because I think Miami has way better defender, like perimeter defenders, tougher defenders than. Toronto, like I don't think Toronto has like tough defenders. I think they play good team defense because they play all these wackamadaney zones and crap like boxing ones. Clearly, they can't guard man to man. Well, if you play the Heat, those dudes guard man to man. So, uh, I mean, you'd be in a world trouble. But I, I just think it's, I think it's uh, a bad hit on this team if they lose Game Seven to Toronto. I think it's a bad, you know, you go out, you win. You know, obviously, I won't remember this series five years from now. But if you lose, I definitely will. Mm-hmm. It's I. I don't think I do not think this is out of reach because the thing is, we talk about it all the time. What wins out in the postseason? It's talent. Who is the? Are we in agreement? Like Ty, most more talented team in this series is who? The Celtics with a collection of talent. The Raptors are better right now. They're playing. Okay. They're playing above their talent level in the Celtics. They are, but Celtics. but. Celtics are playing below their talent. Right, but but you you it's clear as day the Celtics are the more talented team, and they've shown it on the nights that they're on. They they're, they they blow the Raptors out of the building. These games where they're losing to the Raptors, and it, like obviously tonight's a close one. I'm, I'm going to pull up the rest of the scores really quickly. But where the Celtics, right? They they blew them out. The the Celtics blew them out in game. What was that? Five? Yes, every single time. Okay, they're sorry. 89 points in their game five loss, 99 points in their game five loss, uh, game two loss, 94 points in their game three loss. Whereas the Celtics games, they're all tight. They lost by seven once, but tonight was a three-point game. The uh, the first game the Raptors won in the series was a one-point game, obviously. Remember the OG shot. So my point is the Celtics are, are losing these nail biters because they are the better team. So when it comes to any other team, right? If there's a more talented player, more talented roster, whatever, we're going to side with them and assume they're going to win game seven. I'm still going to go with the Celtics in Game 7. But again, the Heat, I still think, are going to be the better team in the Eastern Conference Finals, even though they're the five seed. So if it's two minutes to go in the fourth quarter or tie a game, you honestly think the Celtics are going to pull it out in this series? No. I'm saying that it might not, it might not matter. Mm-hmm. They, may, they could. I think the talent will carry over. In, it won't matter. 
And the Celtics had chances to do it tonight, too. They didn't. They had, like, a million opportunities. And they, right, like, they didn't. They didn't. I understand. So that's what I'm saying is I have that's, no faith in this team to win a close game. No faith I, right now. Against this Raptors no. team, I don't I, – I can't pick them. Okay. I think it takes it – I would agree with Ty in the sense that it just takes out the – to me, losing this game is like a hangover again. Going to Game Seven, I don't know what to expect. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as confident as I was in Game Five. I, I thought tonight was them showing us that they're they're legit and they're gonna close right. out Toronto, and they didn't. I and and again, mm-hmm. I I will stand by that they got screwed at the end of regulation, but. They had a chance to, to close it out in regulation without having it to be the last second shot. They just they didn't get stops when they needed it, and they didn't get baskets when they needed it. You know, yep. so unfortunately, that's, that's how it goes. So, I if you want to if you want to be a championship team, you have to you have to win in close moments. And um, I mean, they have they had in the first series. I just I don't know. I, I you my know confidence what? my confidence is definitely low because I I was pretty pissed that they lost tonight the way they did <laughs> an important factor too is the refs like we said they did play a role in this game there's no question about it i do not think they will play the same type of role in next game how can they then i was one of the worst no they don't in this game seven it me, doesn't matter they got what they wanted the nba got what they wanted what, what makes me nervous though is in a game seven they just played double overtime game some guys might be gassed game sevens man if you come out and lay an egg in the first you know a quarter that makes me nervous because that's what <laughs> That's what Utah did. I mean, they obviously, they had a chance at the end of the game to win it, but Utah sucked in that game seven. They were hard. The most important thing, to the most important thing out of all this is that we were all right from our original predictions for the start of the series. There were going to be seven games, so we were so good job, fellas, on that. And now we're going to find out who was actually right. Was it Matt and I who said Celtics in seven, or is it going to be Ty who said Raptors in seven? Which and Ty, just to close out, you feel pretty good about where. Um, where you're at, your prediction. I think, I, th- I think it's less about feeling good about the Raptors and more feeling like crap about picking the Celtics in game seven with what I just saw. Like the Raptors are incredible at getting a whistle, whether they deserve it or not, they get it. They get every damn whistle. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. They, they have an ability to find their face into the Celtics elbows, like whenever they want and create, like they had a six point possession tonight. A six-point possession. It's remarkable. This should never happen. It should never happen. Matt, and you don't feel good about your prediction. Uh, let me know who the refs are. If it's Scott Foster or Tony Brothers, no, I don't. Okay. Now, on a, on a quick aside, we saw that news about the NCAA two tournament today. I know I sent you guys a note about that. Um, and I saw Jeff Goodman was the first one to report it. Um, I don't know if, if, if it was an exclusive. But uh, where is it? Uh, let's see. It's a, you really want to talk team. about the NCAA right now after that? I just game? want it's a it's a big news. <laughs> it's big news. It's the last little. Well, okay, you know what? You don't. So you don't give a shit in general. No, no, not at all, man. It's I including really, every team in the end in Division One in the tournament. You don't care about that. We just watched a double overtime thriller, which possibly could have swung the Celtics season, okay. and we're going to be like, all right, well, what about you know? St. Mary's from the whack getting they're okay. just doing well. I mean, I do. Okay, do you have something else about the South? I'm not, game I'm, I'm not trying, trying to be a dick, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think anyone really cares that's watching this. Like, I thought I well, okay, all right, fine. Then no one gives a shit. Cool, that's fine. All we right, talk about it. I, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. All right, I thought it was wild. That's that's all I have to say. It is, Ty, do you have anything else to say? About the, yeah, thank you. Okay, it I, is I just want honestly, you know what else is wild? I just want to go have a beer. 
You know what else is wild? <laughs> what? Maybe that six. Fucking, that, that guy that didn't call foul at the end of the game. That was wild. That was wild. Kemba Walker. Thing is, which, are you talking about the end of regulation? Or are you talking about Kemba, an overtime? Kemba Walker not <laughs> shooting a free throw. Those three guys should be arrested and suspended from the league. Wait for I mean, the two-minute report tomorrow. The two-minute report. But, and that's my Good biggest call. problem with the two-minute uh, thing is, like, I don't care. I don't care about the two-minute report. We know you messed up. Why the hell do I have to hear you say it now? Oh, that makes me feel – oh, thank you for admitting you, you, you messed up. Oh, great. But what does that do to the actual official, though? None of those officials get punished no for missing those calls. A player gets fined for telling the ref that he sucks because he, he does suck. Mm-hmm. The player gets fine, but the ref, the, what, what? They're still getting paid? No, that that's not how. See, I think that is so, like, delusional. It doesn't make any sense. If you want good officiating, they should be reprimanded for bad officiating. But that makes me believe the NBA is fixed because they don't do that. They protect them because clearly like that's I, what they want. How do you watch the Tice replay and say, like, oh, no, like, that wasn't a foul. It's clear as day. That's not a foul. So we're going to take it from a two-shot penalty with the Celtics up two in overtime to a jump ball at half court, which obviously Toronto won. And I think they went down and scored, which maybe they maybe hit a three from Lowry, like a deep three. But it's like that, that stuff right there is what fuels people's conspiracies about NBA officiating. Yeah, they don't – they never help you- themselves. You never see this in any other sport, right? There's bad calls, right? You Unless it's Angel Hernandez in baseball. Yeah. I mean, you see bad calls like the NFL with the Ram stuff and that. But I don't – when I see that, I'm like, oh, I don't think it's fixed. Like, I don't – I think it was a really egregious call in that Rams Super Bowl, uh, NFC champ. Like, I thought that was really bad. But at no point I was like, oh, that guy fixed this game. I mean, he called it for the away team. But – in, in the NBA, for some reason, I don't know what it is. Maybe because it's a superstar-driven league, and these guys just—I mean, no other sport you you can talk to an official. Well, the, the thing is, too, man, it's just—it's not just with with the NFL. Like it's one play, right? You yeah, see one right. instance, yeah. and it's miserable. With with baseball, there there are some bad calls, but there are there are so many call. Every every play has a call on it. With basketball, you don't have to have necessarily. And it in there are. Like five plays at least in every big game where you're like, what the fuck happened? And it and it and it's always like game sixes too. These are the game sixes, the worst one. That's that's the other thing going into this. You you knew. I I don't know if Ty had this in the back of his mind, but I know you had it in the back of your mind, Matt, that the refs are going to be more slanted to the Raptors going into tonight's game oh, with the course. way the series had gone. Yes, Ty, were you thinking the same thing? I mean, you have to. Anyone that's watched the NBA See, knows that the league wants game sevens, and that's. Again, not to keep floating the conspiracy theory thing, but like that's why. Like, how they, can you not? The, the NBA only benefits from a game seven. This yep. game was completely drawn out by the bad officiating. Right. This game should have ended what, in regulation. They got what can I, thirty extra can I, minutes on it. Whatever. Can it's I be honest horrible. with you guys? A little shout out yeah. to guys, so. Bulls. I guess. I guess when you're a dude like MJ, though, there is no game sevens because I'm guessing the league it. was. Fi- I'm guessing the league was fixed then. But when you're that mm. good, that's my problem. Like. Too like again, I, I don't like, like I'm I'm with Ty in the sense I'm not blaming the loss solely on the refs. They played a big part in it. But right. at the end of the yeah. day, if you are good enough, screw the refs. Go win. You know that's the thing o- over them. Like go win against the other team and the refs. But they should have won tonight. Like, so it shouldn't have mattered. Which makes me. That's why I think it makes me worried about Game Seven too. Like Ty said, I think it's in the Celtics' head that they ain't getting calls. 
I think it happened like third quarter because I texted you guys about that massive run they had. It was like 51 23 over like a 12 minute span, and it was ridiculous. And I'm like, they're getting calls, and Tatum's pissed because the same exact play that on the other end, he's not getting it. Mm-hmm. And like, they're like laughing on the court about this because they know it's so slanted one way. Um, so I think, it, honestly, Matt, I agree with you. It's in their heads right now. And it yeah. could really affect, like, you've played in games where refs have been blatantly on one side. It affects the way you play. Like, you don't want to drive to the rim because you're like, if I can't get a foul call, then why am I even going to go to the rack? It, I mean, it's, it's, I, I think it's, really you still have to do it, though. Yeah. No, it's frustrating. It, it can definitely take you out of your game. I think the biggest thing that I hate, and uh, I've seen the NBA officials do it too, is just like when they call the game one way at one half, and then the second half they call it completely different. That is frustrating shit as a player because you just don't understand. If you if you establish how you're calling the game in the first half, yeah. don't change. Rough mm-hmm. it the same way. Yep. It's not. It's not. It's you, honestly not as And like I don't blame Tame for being mad. If you call an offensive foul, me and the guy comes down and does the same exact shit, it it is the same call. Yeah. So I I get it, but you just got to be mentally tough. You got to be mentally tough in Game Seven. Again, I I, I'm with you guys. I don't think the refs will play a big part in Game Seven. Game Seven is kind of like, hey, whoever shows up and plays. But at the same time, you you're a thousand percent right. Is there's you cannot blame the refs for this game. They were terrible. But the Celtics had opportunities. You go into double overtime, I mean, it, it shouldn't have mattered. It shouldn't have mattered at the end of it all. But in like in like you're right, Matt. It's not it's just not gonna matter in game seven. It's gonna they will whoever shows up. Yep, exactly. And you guys think the Celtics are not gonna show up? I still think they can. Well, I, think I, they I still the, have my I still have my pick. I mean, I'm still sticking with the Celtics. I'm just saying I don't feel as confident just because of how they okay. dropped it at the end. All right. Right. I think I think if you get a bad game from one of the three, Kemba, yeah, no uh, Tatum, or Brown, they're not winning game seven. All three have to play well. Kemba's got to be more aggressive in trying to find his shot. You know the defensive game plan. They're letting you get to the, the middle of the, the court. Like He's got to get some of those foul calls too, which would maybe got him in a rhythm. He changed the game, but still. You can't have a bad game from any of those three at all game seven. So Matt, t- I'm assuming this this little detail is not going to matter. You can tell me if I'm wrong. I know it's going to matter to Ty. The whole no Gordon Hayward, and right now it's because of his ankle still. Does that whole? I, I know you can't control it, but do you? Are you more frustrated seeing where this series has gone? No. And, okay, I, I, sorry, I'm not asking you because I knew exactly what you were going to yeah. say. No, I, but, I I think they've had every chance to already win this series. This series should not be seven with Gordon without Gordon. I I mean. I don't look at this and be like, wow, they really missed him. No, they've, they've choked on themselves. So are you looking at it any differently, Ty? Because we touched, we touched on that a little bit the other day. And, and I'm just curious if you if now, after what's gone on in this game, you feel any differently or the same? Differently about what? About the Hayward stuff. No, I think they absolutely need him. I think you're allowed to have one of the three guys I just mentioned have a bad game if you have Gordon Hayward on your team. Mm-hmm. He allows He allows that to happen, like – Tonight, the reason why they were still in the game is because Marcus Smart, honestly, like I, he's not my guy, but like Marcus Smart kept them in the game with his three point shooting early. And then uh, late in the game, he was playing great defense and drawing fouls and stuff, but he allowed them to stay in the game. So I think they really miss Hayward. When he went but off early on, I was just thinking of you two chuckleheads. Like, if they lose a series, do people look back and be like, well, they don't lose this without Gordon? Like, I see, I'm not that type of person because that's, well, they that's don't a whole if thing. What they don't they okay? Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, but is they that what you're going? But they should, it shouldn't have mattered. Is what it comes down to. Is correct. But is that what you're going to say? 
that's and that's my problem with Celtics fans. I guarantee if they lose Game Seven, most of them be like, "Well, we would have won the series if we had Gordon Hayward." Well, that's bullshit because you don't have him. One, two, you don't need him to win the series. No, yeah, the Raptors. I, I, I do agree with that. They don't need him to win the series, but they've shown they probably could no. have used him. Yeah, they have no bench. They, they have no bench. Of course, they could use them. I, I agree with you, Ty. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I know Celtics fans, and that's why, yep. like, green teamers, that's why they're annoying as shit. I don't want to hear any Gordon Hayward excuses. This team should be able to beat Toronto with or without him. Yes. And are they, they win s- a championship without him? No, they will not. They would not. I don't think they'd be. We, all, look, we all know they're better with Gordon Hayward on the floor. There's no yeah. question about it. It's not. It's, it's obvious, but it shouldn't have mattered. And if you use it as a crutch – when the series is over, if the Celtics lose, then I don't know. I'm putting a lot of I'm putting a lot of stock in how Tatum and Brown play in this game seven. I really yep. am. It's, so it's they, better, they better they better they better perform. Tatum, look, Brown has done a lot of good in some of these games, and he's sucked on a lot of them. But it's it's Tatum. It's Tatum, 100. He's 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 always going to be the key. He want if he wants to be the key to you know for for positivity or whatever however you want to freaking put it, he needs to figure his shit out for tomorrow. All right. Do you want to talk about the NCAA now, Ty? <laughs> no, I want to go for a drink, to be honest with you. That game was exhausting. I didn't play in it. So frustrating. All right. Anything else, Matt, before we get going? Thanks, Tony Brothers. We will talk to you all. Brad, on... play Romeo. Game 7, <laughs> X Factor. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to have anything for me. All right. We will talk to you all again on Friday. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be alright with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some- This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.